found this to be valuable to both small operators and our largest customers like your So that's a, one of the things we do that is quite unique. And I think the other place we really distinguish ourselves is the level of data mining that we do, but we also don't try and own their data. We make their data usable for them. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Dan Hirsch from Data Owl. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Nice to meet you. Good name for you. <laughs> I think you're my first Dan. I think <laughs> Dan. you're my first Dan, yeah. Data Owl is a data miner, data aggregator. And I know that sounds kind of technical. Let me read something directly from your website because I think it does a great job sort of visualizing in a less technical way what you really do. And this is from the website. We're decoders of human behavior. We access the interest and the desires of your customer from the data which is hidden in the POS system, and then we translate it into simple click-to-accomplish task. Dan, just start right there. Just kind of give us an overview as to how you do this. We really start with the detailed data in this data-rich industry. As you know, cannabis industry has more data collection than many industries because of some of the regulatory things. We're able to take and access that data out of their point-of-sale systems and make that data usable in ways that drive revenue and save costs. For example, we're able to look at the individual transactional activities of all of your customers and create real-time and dynamic cohorts based on what they do, which enables one-to-one communication between the dispensaries and their customers based on their customers' actual activities, what they buy, when they buy, how often they buy. Mm-hmm. And the difference translates into unparalleled ROIs in this that were delivered, 10 and 20,000 ROIs per marketing campaign, which is you know, unheard of in other industries. But the uh, ability to really communicate with customers on that individual basis, yeah. making them feel it's about them, translates into greater loyalty and, of course, greater purchase base. And you can do this all right from your phone. On your website, I see that the app is right on your phone. Absolutely. We work closely with our dispensary partners to identify what we'll call pain points and solve those problems and then make it really easy to, to, to do. And so you can do campaigns directly from your phone. We automate the ability to make your inventory consumer-facing and distributed through multiple channels from e-commerce to in-store menus to third-party listing services and do it cohesively even if you use more than one point-of-sale system. You can do a text messaging blitz, buy a particular customer segment that buys a particular type of product. You can drill it down as precisely as you want and you can do that with text messaging or with emails and I mean, I really love the access you have with, with the smart menu, how you can change that around in all the different stores. And some of the nice features with these tools are that ability to make the process simple enough and easy enough with these tools where it can be run by the person who handles inventory at a store level, and they can easily publish it to these menus. You don't need designers. You don't need other people. You build it, and the tool does it for them. 
what separates you from other companies that works with data is that you're really hands-on with, with your customers and providing the support that they need, you know, because there's a lot of turnover in retail. I think that's really one of the things that separates you from other companies. Absolutely. I think there's two things we do that are pretty unique in this industry. So we provide unlimited service, customer service and support, training and support, because you, you hit the nail on the head. It's a retail business, and there's a fair amount of turnover. And so how do you keep that knowledge alive? We help them with that. And we found this to be valuable to both small operators and our largest customers like And so that's a, one of the things we do that is quite unique. And I think the other place we really distinguish ourselves is the level of data mining that we do, but we also don't try and own their data. We make their data usable for them. So there's, of course, a lot of companies trying to access all this data and use it. And I've got experience from other industries that tell you very clearly that as this industry matures, the operators aren't going to share that information freely. They want to own that information for their own benefit. You talked about the industry maturing, but I can even feel changes going on within the industry right now. And those changes are prompting a need for what you provide. Absolutely. So even two years ago, the industry was still very much one-off, maybe one or two location operators. There really weren't operators confronted with the complexity of multi-store, multi-location operations, let alone the complexity of multi-state operations, where, of course, each state has its own regulatory rights. In addition, the M&A side of this is creating some of the things you see in other industries, whereas operationalizing companies that are already in business and bring differences in how they're doing things, different systems they're using, create very serious challenges to maximize the newly acquired company's success. So we give them tools to limit the needs for them to materially change their day-to-day operations in some one fell swoop. Okay. Yeah. If you're involved in an acquisition, you bring in a new five, six store chain you don't want to have to have two systems going. You want to be able to, to roll them into your system, the one, the platform that your company is operating on. Yeah, exactly. We, we sit across the top of these systems because they can't always freely just switch all their systems, right? They're using systems that may not even be compliant in every state. Mm-hmm. A lot of these operators are using tools that work in one state and may not be okay in another state, as, as you know. And so we sit on top of those tools and make it very easy for them to keep continuity Yeah, and, and begin to function, if you will, like a brand. And all of their standard operating procedures remain the same. All their training manuals, all their, everything can remain the same. The store employees don't realize that they might be two or three layers down working on different systems because all they see is the same screen that they've been trained on. The business model on this you provide subscriptions to the different dispensaries? Exactly. We're a SaaS company, so it's a subscription business. Our modules are all individually mix and match based on the needs. Of course, different states limit different tools they can use, and the needs may be different depending on the life cycle of that particular dispensary. A newly opened one versus one that's been operating for years have different needs. All of our modules are mix and match, you know, if you will, a la carte. Well, we spoke earlier, and you're one of the few companies, at least on the tech side, that you know approaching the, the industry a little differently in that you're a profitable company. You started this thing, and you, you built a company that's profitable in the tech side, which is rare. 
Yeah, we're very fortunate. You know, we're having incredible growth. We're on pace to see 500% year-over-year growth. And yet, while doing that, we broke even in Q2. We've really been able to manage our cost structure and focus on a targeted approach to the customers we're trying to win, looking for the customers that are positioned to be here for the long haul, because we, of course, have a very rapidly evolving industry. And so we really took an eye towards the requirements and needs of some of the larger, more sophisticated players and our smaller customers all benefit from that because in effect, we are over-indexing to the needs of public company requirements for data security and things of that nature. And those benefits flow to all of our customers. But to provide that type of handholding that you do, you have a lot of growth ahead of you because if you want to maintain this type of level of service that you're known for, and also expand it at the rate you're continuing to expand at, it's going to take a lot of growth. Are you going to raise any capital to support this growth? Absolutely. So we started the business in late 2016, and we've only raised $1.25 million. Even though we've been able to break even, we know that we have to continue to keep up with the pace of change and, as you said, scale some of these things that make us unique. And so we are out and doing a round. We're looking to raise about $2.5 million and certainly are seeking interested investors to help us execute on this vision. Whenever we have a cannabis tech company that's breaking even or making a profit, at least in such a short period of time, that's always a good sign. Uh, if you do have people who are interested and reach out to me directly, uh, my email is dan, D-A-N, at dataowl, D-A-T-A-O-W-L, dot I-O. Dan, thanks for being on the show. This is really exciting project that you're working on right now, and I, I'm anxious to see how it progresses. Thank you, Dan. It was a pleasure to be here, and really appreciated the opportunity to chat with you today. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Elland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.